0: It is September 17th, 2018. This is Atlanta United FC Weekly, a home before dark podcast. And you can see Kevin is jamming out to something. I'm not sure exactly what, but he did just hang up a brand new uh, Heineken scarf.
1: Whoa. Sexy.
2: Are we really live? Or are you just pretending?
1: No, we're live. No, we're really no. live, Kevin. Put we those actually showed on, up man. on time. i doing it, man. Give me a break. I got my own headphones you, on. You Ryan Fitzpatrick
0: wannabe you. <laughs> it's funny. Uh, happiest of Joes. Joe Johnstone just asked if... Uh, we clapped to test the audio, and we did. It's we confirmed. did that before we went live. yes Yes, yeah, confirmed, one hundred percent confirmed. Dan has the clap. What's going on, everybody <laughs> in the trap? We got Elliot Bevan, Joe Johnstone. We have Saul Lopez joining us tonight. Oh, and Brian, the he- the Home Before Dark podcast, brought to you by Heineken. That is correct. Go to your
2: local pub. <laughs> Not really, though. <laughs> no, go to uh, <laughs> go to Elder Tree three dollar Heinekens. You can't. Every day.
0: You can't beat it if you're a drinker. Kevin, thanks for uh, for joining. I am Tim Herbert. As always, I'm joined by my lovely co-host, Mr. Kevin Bradley, across from me. He's pouring it's himself been a long
2: fucking day, man.
0: It's been a long, uh, been a long week. Sorry we didn't uh, join you guys last week. It's
2: congratulations. Been, thank
0: you very much. It has been a, um, it has been a very eventful past few months for me. Um, and I'd be remiss if I didn't Tim. if I didn't say if I didn't. Chime in and say that Dan is joining us live as well from his oh, his stu- his own home studio in his basement.
1: That's all. Right. I'm just an afterthought. That's all. Yeah. yeah.
0: No. I mean, that's
1: out of sight, out of mind.
0: Out of sight, out of mind. Exactly. But yes, <laughs> as Kevin alluded to, I just Angie and I just uh, had a offer accepted on a house.
2: Who the fuck's got a bobby pin over here? At my you've been interviewing Summer too oh god
0: <laughs> we will not we will not be broaching that subject tonight. why
2: is that bobby pin at my seat who's been over here with the hair uh, did sitting down in my seat I'm uh, a f- it's like i found lipstick on your collar tim and i'm upset <laughs> i found li- I, I found lipstick on my mic my mic cover and lick I'm upset. my lick step yeah the studio <laughs> will be moving uh
0: at the end of october and, things- and it'll be
2: closer to me yeah. yes <laughs>
0: Things uh, will be maybe a little intermittent. It depends on how things go. I got a lot coming up between closing on the house at the end of October, my foot surgery in the middle of November. I'll still be broadcasting from my couch. You guys come over. I mean,
2: we'll have playoffs and then the cup, so it'll work out okay. Yeah. And the
1: final. Oh, yawn. What did you say? I said, oh, and the final. Oh, yawn. Yeah,
2: exactly. I mean, it'll be pretty much wrapped (laughs) up by then, so. I think they're just going to give it to us. Isn't that how it works? That's if you get sure. Sporter Shield, you just automatically win the cup?
1: Yeah. No, it's because we're Atlanta United. That's why they're giving oh, it to us. Oh, that's right. It's the MLS mm-hmm. agenda. The MLS Hat-tag agenda. MLS yep. I mean,
2: do we even need to have the show tonight? I think we can all agree yeah. that Barco's trash. McCann is the, the team MVP and should be the captain next year. Uh, I'm still debating Can, yeah. Guzan. I'm not really sure. Yeah, I, I think, does Nagby really fit in the team? I, I don't, I don't know. know anymore man. I don't know if he really has a role at this point. I think Larry say, submitted himself ship, Larry as can't, a CB. He can't play center back. We saw that yeah. this weekend. <laughs> Sh- ship, <laughs> out, <laughs> ship out
1: ship out Remedi
0: My whole world is shattered, so I leave for a weekend, can't watch things. We play a three-back with Jeff Lorenowitz back there, no Barco, a a Nagby coming back starting without having played any warm-up time, and we dominate. Granted, it was 3-0 against a really bad, like less than MLS, as Matt Doyle said, quote-unquote team. It could be worse. We could have lost to Chicago in front of 800 people in that stadium. Yeah. That would have been way worse. (laughs) Thank you guys for tuning in. Those of you who are joining us in the trap, uh, Michael Ruiz and uh britney s tony neitzel richard gordon dirty bird person thank you guys for uh for joining us tonight if you guys are new to the show make sure you hit the subscribe button and or the notification bell because notifications only come whenever you hit that otherwise youtube doesn't like whenever we go live to send you guys
2: notifications any new reviews this week nothing yet nothing
0: great thanks guys I don't think I saw anything. That. Um, hold on, let me make sure we didn't read the last one that came out.
2: No, we're sitting. We're still sitting at one forty-five.
0: Well, no, there was one forty-six, and then all of a sudden it it, oh, it, it flipped. Yeah. So I could take somebody.
2: A, somebody flipped the 146th? Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> if take take a look at that real quick, see if you can find it, and then I will do a little housekeeping because it's been a while. So the top five in the MLS. No,
2: we didn't do the fantasy. Orlando sucks. Review, You're right. did we? No, 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 we no. didn't. So we did get one new one uh, by Orlando Sucks, spelled S-U-X. This was on September 4th, so it was during the off week Hiatus. this past yeah. week. Yeah. It's titled, My Weekly Dose of United. Five stars. First, oh, fuck you, Orlando. Secondly, this podcast calms my... Is it? Sorry, my, my screen is shattered, so I can't read half of these things. <laughs> <laughs> Secondly, this podcast calms my united addiction between games. They provide facts, opinions, and general shenanigans, which keep you entertained for an hour or so. I look forward to their weekly show. Great podcast. Keep it up.
0: All right, and then we have our top five in the Home Before Dark MLS Fantasy League. Number one, sitting strong and kind of making a bigger gap between him and uh, second place we have fc apogee aka nathan lines we have varvar binks in second kevin gorham we have andy watkins shout out andy watkins soccer specific fantasy team number four kyle cram Blackhall bombers first time i've seen that up there and then in fifth we have andrew colg Transsem- transmission oh transmission fc it's a nyc fc fan his name's andrew colg yeah should be colg train colg train so hot (laughs) oh and then sitting in 6th I'm so disappointed John F. Beasy is sitting granted he's one point off the top 5 he's still sitting in 6th I don't
1: come on Jacob
0: Jacob F. (laughs) Barfeasy Barnaby Barnaby James (laughs) Barnaby James (laughs) but as Kevin was alluding to if you guys want to leave a review and or rating we will read your review out on the show leave it on iTunes Stitcher all that good stuff yeah, uh I was I hate it. I was out of town this weekend, got to see my cousin get married, and of course the wedding was at three thirty. Well you missed time. the
2: Auburn game, so that was good.
0: Yeah, no, that was very good that I missed that. Suck it, Domer. Well the thing about
2: <laughs> the thing it's like, Domer's my favorite person this week. You'll find yeah. out. You'll find out this weekend, those of you who don't know.
0: The thing about Anders Carlson is that they can't just wave him like they did his brother yesterday True. from uh or today from from the Vikings. No, so I missed the Atlanta United game, and I forgot to record it, just like a total plastic casual, and...
2: But you guys don't have cable, right? You just have YouTube
0: TV? YouTube TV. Oh, oh it was,
2: it was on, Univision. on Univision. Oh, right, yeah, I wouldn't it have been Univ- able to watch it anyway. It was anyway. on Univision and on MLS Live. Well, so. not MLS yeah, Live, and but and uh, it streamed on it Twitter was- Live.
1: What were you saying, Dan? It was on Twitter.
2: Yeah. Yeah, it was a tough one to try to get a hold of. We ended up going – we were going to go watch it at Hudson FC with the Terminus Legion watch party. And uh, whenever I had talked to Fran last week, he was saying that there's going to be limited football showing, American football, college football showing. So we wanted to watch the Auburn LSU game at the same time. So we ended up going next door to Hudson Grill. And then I had a similar issue where there was maybe – six people in there wanting to watch the atlanta united game so they put it on two tvs kind of far away and i could watch it for the most part but it was definitely intermittent so
1: hmm.
2: how was your viewing experience dan
1: I was all right uh yeah it was it was pretty low-key but you know had a had a good time watching it as good as it was for like the first 45 minutes and then it was kind of just a snooze fest. Yeah, it really was. I mean, I feel like I didn't miss much
2: in the second half. I don't know. I, all I
0: saw yeah, were the extended no. highlights, and or the four-plus-minute highlights that were on YouTube. And from what I saw, it was, uh, I'm a little disappointed we only put three in the back of the net against such a bad team with the chances that we had. But some of the takeaways, if we want to go ahead and get into positives and negatives, the...
2: The, Let's start with the lineup, man. I think the lineup oh, yeah. is the biggest talking point.
0: No, I agree with you. And you alluded to the new heel of Atlanta United Twitter, ATL Trains, yeah. talking about what our our I don't know, our positions were gonna be tonight just based off of the stuff you were saying a couple weeks ago. And it's just he likes well, to have the, you fun. mean
2: the things he wants to hear.
0: Yeah, the things he wants to hear. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but yeah, to, much to our surprise, Nagby was in the starting lineup without having any
2: warm-up time, any sort of substitutions, previous games. But it's not like he just was healthy and then all of a sudden they threw him in there. He's clearly been training for a couple of weeks now. We've we've seen and heard reports about that. So, But you're right. It was good to see. It was weird, though, because it's the first time, I think in the past two years where we've had a player that's been out for injury not be eased back into the lineup whenever it was, especially over the amount of time that Nagby was out. It wasn't like it was a couple of weeks. It's similar to the length of time that Joseph was out last season. Yeah. And rather than him getting brought back in for a 20-minute sub at the end of the game, do that for a couple of weeks, and then starting, you're right. He did come in and start, and then you pull Larry back, which was an interesting decision in my opinion.
1: No, yeah, I agree. N- nobody, I know, don't think anybody saw that lineup with what was going to come out with, with Almiron being pushed a little bit forward. Uh, yeah, Lorenowitz back on the uh, on the right hand side as a centre back. That was strange, but I guess um, it was because Escobar maybe potentially wasn't ready to come back.
2: Yeah, it seems that way. <laughs> that said, whenever we have this conversation, I think some of these things we've talked about, I know at least once I had mentioned putting a Vialba martinez combo up top. Like having both of them play forward at the same time, I thought would be an interesting dynamic. It's good to see that happen and, and play out the way it did. But I don't think any of us, when talking about the Nagby-Rometty larry situation in midfield did anybody suggest no just put larry on defense that's that's a that's a perfect perfect situation to put him in
1: yeah he got bailed out by nagby uh during the first half he got completely smoked by uh who was it i think it was um i think it was smith actually but he went straight past jeff but then nagby was came came right in there dispossessed him and then um the Colorado play got it back and smacked it at Nagby's head and he was fine. Danger was over. Any, and that was the the biggest threat that we faced during the first half. Right.
2: Anything to make of Barco's lack of
1: starting in this game? I think it's purely squad rotation right now. We've I agree. I, I tend to agree. Of-
2: I don't I'm not reading too much into that. For the time being, I think it was a game that you could afford to sit him and get Nagby into the rotation to get some meaningful minutes. And it made sense the way we had it lined up that we didn't have to have Barco in there. I think it made more sense to have the players like Nagby and Remedi in there and make up the pieces where you had them.
1: Yeah. I it. thought it was, sorry, Tim, I thought it was great that Tata put Nagby in. So he could get some quick minutes with Romedi and Jeff on the field at the same time, because we don't know exactly how that uh, defensive center midfield pairing is going to actually uh, portray itself in the games that really matter, even though this game kind of mattered, but it was kind of a junk game. Yeah, um, I don't. So th- I thought that was a good, good call.
2: I'm not going to even approach the subject of saying that Barco is trash. I I don't think that. And I don't think any of us have ever really definitively said that in any capacity with substance that said with substance, (laughs) I I think that in the formation that was presented this weekend with the Martinez Almarone and Vialba trio centrally and up top, that Barco could have easily muddied those waters because he does tend to migrate a little bit towards that central area of the forward
0: press. Well, what you're forgetting here, and I, I'm kind of inclined to agree with Bill Holcomb in the trap when he's saying that, um, what did he say? Barco is the player on the team with the most rest. Why would we rotate him? He needs to continue to develop. And I, I get it that we have a... A fixture list that's three games in seven days six days no seven days because it's Saturday Wednesday Saturday is that Tata's making his his decision harder like it's making the decision harder on himself on this lineup because he's putting himself in a he's putting himself into a corner right now if he, he's going to preemptively squad rotate and then he's going to end up having a much better more fluid as you're as you're uh, pointing out attack there to me I'm seeing – and it's no slight against Barco because he wasn't with the team last year. He doesn't have the chemistry that – and the the fluidity that the top four – the the front four right now have. Yeah. Between – you see it with Gressel, Tito, uh, Miggy, and, and Joseph. The, the way that they're able to weave in and out of each other, the way that they're able to play those balls – that they're able to pull guys over to the left side and to get Gressel wide open on those through balls over to the wing to play those early crosses, who I, I think he's probably the best early crosser in, in all of MLS. What but I, I would give what, to have that on the left side, though. That's what's really... But, you, but you're not... so. We've seen that on the left side, though. So we've seen games where we've had Barco on the left side and Gressel on the right side, where they bang in. We had I can't remember what game it is off the top of my head. Maybe the Portland game. Where we
2: had twenty three. It was the Portland game. No, it's thirty five crosses. That was it. That was it. And
0: that's what happens when you become so predictable on those wings. Is that you're just lobbing those yeah. balls in, and all they have to do, especially a team like Colorado who has size in the mid or in the middle of the defense. Granted, they're not a good team. They, they're going to be able to. It, 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 they're going to be able to shore up that defense easier than with the unpredictability of having Tito and uh, Miggy kind of weaving in and out and then also having Gressel on that right wing because you're not necessarily so focused on mitigating Miggy and and Tito's cross game from the left side where you're having to wait more people over there because you're having to cut off passing lanes, not just play man-on-man uh, man man defense down that wing to stop a cross. You're having to... You're kind of having to plug holes there, and then all that weight goes over to the left side, and you're able to free wrestle. And you saw that on two of the goals. Yeah. And that, that's the problem I'm saying, and it's a great problem to have. Barco is a fantastic substitute right now. I'm not saying he deserves to be on the bench, because he's a he's a good young player, and he needs to develop. But at the same time, it's, it's kind of a hairy situation for Tata, where I don't know that he really... And again, we don't see these guys day in day out in, tra- uh, in training, and then also off the pitch, and what their their mentality is, and how they've endeared themselves. But at the same time, he's he's going to have a hard choice or hard decision. I think I it, I'm, it, I find it, it very.
2: Barco is a talented player, and he has a role on this team. But I would be remiss if I did not say that it can easily become a too many cooks situation whenever you've got. That much talent up top, and no real form or variety. I think
0: is the I think is the main key there. Whenever you're talking about the uh, the rotation and the depth there,
1: yeah. But I mean, is 68 minutes really going to dent Barco's development? No, not no. at all. No, it's not. So I think it's perfectly reasonable for squad roca- rotation. We've got three games in a week. Uh, I I think it it makes. A, I mean, you could have rotated somebody else, but I think that's fine to do with Barco. You know, he's had a lot of a shaky confidence this season. He's going into it. I don't really know how much the high altitude really is going to play into that factor. But, I mean, he got on. He got some minutes. Um, I don't think it's a big deal. Do you have any fear with the amount of squad
2: rotations that have taken place recently in maintaining any sort of... Not, I don't want to say chemistry, but regularity. Um, I'm, I'm trying to think of the word here, but consistency, I guess, on the attacking front and defensive front, with the amount of rotations that we've had over the past four weeks
1: in the lineup. I think it's. I think our squad rotations really been due to injury, so I don't think right. there's been much I think we really play a pretty consistent starting 11 for the most part. Um I think we're one of the more consistent teams in the league to do that. I so,
2: I'd be interested to see if Atlanta United kept the same lineup and formation more than 3 weeks in a row. Well and that, uh, more than three weeks in a row, I think you would be hard pressed to find that this season that Atlanta United keeps not only the same formation but the same lineup for more than three weeks. Not just because of injuries. I think that there are things taking place that the lineup is constantly changing and evolving, week in and week out.
0: Uh, happiest of Joe's is saying, it, "I with, don't know
2: about that, Kevin."
0: With regards to your question about chemistry, uh, Happiest of Joe says, "Not really, Kevin. We have enough of experience. We have enough experience as a team at this point to to compensate." Uh, without losing a step um, and to Andy Watkins point he says is, is Gressel in there if so things are consistent that he has maintained the one of the highest consistent runs of form on this team this entire season does he lead MLS and assists at this point no I don't think he's leading. Is, is Kaku still in the in the lead with that with like 11 assists I don't think the app that I use is the score and I don't think they count MLS assists so I think they're only counting direct creation of goals but let me see julian gressel is second behind uh, luciano acosta
2: elliot beaver that is a bad idea unless we have (laughs) the supporter shield locked up (laughs) i think it's a bad idea but have barco start and have miggy on the bench no i agree to rest miggy so (sighs) right now it's just too crucial a time frame to take that kind of a risk when Miggy, especially after this week, you see Miggy put two away to get the brace, and that confidence up top, I think, is going to pay off hugely for him over the next couple
0: of weeks. So, it turns out Brittany S. is a huge Chris Wondolowski fan. She's wanting him to break the record against us <laughs> on Wednesday night, so... Um I'd rather us keep a clean sheet. That was probably the biggest surprise. So if we go back to the lineup again, whenever they got announced, I looked at it. We we're about to get we we're getting ready for the wedding and I looked at it just to see what was going on there. While you do that, I am going
2: to pull up Atlanta United's record uh um formations for uh, their lineups and formations over well, the we season. Well, we had we the had CFL. a
0: long stretch where we played a
2: 3-5-2. Yeah, earlier
0: on in the season, but that was predicated on injuries.
2: Right, and I think even some of those players
0: Whenever Franco Escobar was out. hurt, yeah.
1: Right, but you think about... So Guzan, obviously, has started every game apart from when he was suspended. Parkhurst has started every game apart from Houston. LGP has started every game apart from when he's suspended. Um, Almiron has. Martinez has. I mean, that's a large part of the squad right there.
2: I get that, but there are still key figures especially in the midfield, the midfield has changed consistently throughout the season, whether there's four players and you're, you're pushing McCann or Ambrose or Garza up. And yes, I know some of that's injury. Some of that's preference. Uh, Gressel or Escobar or Ziso same thing. And then whether Vialba or Gressel are playing right wing again, injury and situational issues aside, there has been a lot of variation in this lineup over the course of the season, not to mention little intermittent games where Carlton started because of the whole Barco situation and stuff like that along the way.
0: Yeah. I like, um, so dirty bird person, ATL, Chris saying Barco and Escobar probably have a good chance to start come uh, come Wednesday. I, I agree with you on that, especially as Brittany saying, if, if Escobar's healthy, um, well, the, actually, she brings up a question. She's saying, "If if Escobar is healthy, then then Larry doesn't have to play." She's like, you know, talking about it being hard. and It's good. I mean, we talk about this plenty, where we have this embarrassment of riches or this uh, tyranny of choice. What's the other word? Um,
1: embarrassment of riches.
0: Yeah, I mean, there's another anyway. Champagne problems. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're at that point. But going back to the lineup, we had three five two. The back being, I can't, I I want to find a single Atlanta United fan who didn't somewhat cringe when they saw Larry in the back. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. And then so you so you had him, Parky and LGP in the back, and then you had McCann playing a left wing back, uh, Rametti Nagby in the midfield, Gressel Gressel right on the right, right playing right wing back, um, Miggy, and then Tito Joseph up top up top yeah i i hate to say it, i, I kind of like that lineup i do except for
2: the <laughs> in the backfield it's well that's just, fine i mean against against a more lethal attacking team that concerns me on the back line yeah
0: no i, I agree with you and, and again goes back to the kind of the disappointment seeing some of the chances that were missed i mean uh, to i i believe it was andy watkins and and Brittany kind of debating about what what happened. Why they call LGP's goal back? Because that definitely wasn't. A foul. I don't
2: understand why that got called back. Either. Because it came
0: out of Tim Howard's hands. It's not like
2: he had a, he had possession of it. And LGP made every attempt to not cause a collision. And yeah,
1: H- Howard was sticking his feet up in the air, yeah. trying to like make contact with him. Yeah, it was bizarre. I, I, don't, I don't understand, understand that it. at all.
0: But he's a goalkeeping legend, so he gets <laughs> he gets the benefit of the doubt uh, in the same way that Michael Bradley probably is going to get the benefit of the doubt after this Laton stuff, which we'll talk about at the end of the show because I think it's pretty interesting. <laughs> so
2: uh, Bill does have a good point. If the cup is the most important, we have to rotate key players now, so ready for a run. She'll be damned. I think it's but a it's valid not, point. Though. What's that? Sh-
1: the shield is the goal right now.
2: Well, right now, yes. But I think you still – I think – that those two things aren't mutually exclusive. I think you rotate players out because you have the ability to and still make a run for the shield. But yeah. but just cementing your lineup aside from a few key players, I'm not saying. Well, you can rotate out Martinez for Miles Robinson, Romario, or, will, or Mario will,
1: Williams. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah I would to like to see Miles Robinson game. play Robinson forward. Miles Robinson
2: up top.
0: Yeah. We'll see how that goes. I don't think that's a very <laughs> wise move. I, I I have a feeling that would probably end poorly. But. We've seen we've seen better I mean Andy Carroll started off as a defender I think and he's playing striker um yeah. but yeah I I don't know I'm with I'm with Joe 75 points are bust at this point
2: dude. you know that I forget uh who was it that tweeted out that if we win our next three away games we set the new record that's been held for the past 20 years the away games record most away games oh. points yeah it's been yeah, set I can't remember who tweeted set that by Red Bulls in 98. Which is insane, yeah, it's insane. Beat yeah. it by one point if we if we can do that.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. The okay, so going back to the lineup again, Nagby and Rametti starting alongside each other for the first time. Obviously, because Rometty made his debut whenever Nagby was still injured. You know, thoughts on that, Dan? I mean, w- Kevin and I weren't able to watch the, the full game. I mean, what were you able to see? I was the a big partnership fan. Between I the mean,
2: I, I enjoyed it. I I think it lends itself to a lot of the similar characteristics of the larry nagby roles and matchups in the midfield where remedi is more of a defensive player and is going to throw body around more so in the midfield like larry would and it seemed to work out okay does
0: he
1: release nagby in the same way that lorenowitz does he does i well so there were times where remedi was pushing back and nagby was going forward but I think um, there are areas, times where he can allow Managhi to push up further, and and not just
0: that, right? I mean, did we see? I, I hate that I wasn't able to watch the rewatch the replay or watch the replay because I don't know when it hits ESPN Plus if it ever does. Whenever it's coming from Univision, but it was it still wasn't there today. The um, Rametti has a much higher um, capability or ability whenever it comes to playmaking too when it comes to playing accurate long balls or being more ambitious than Lorenowitz is in that playmaking role. And I think that could be pretty dangerous, not for us, but for the other team. Yeah. No, well, I guess we'll see on, on Wednesday. Um, Miggy getting the, uh, the brace on Saturday. Awesome to see. I mean, I, I really think
2: that's going to do a lot for his confidence. I
0: mean, we saw it as soon as he scored that goal, uh, at home, we saw it, you know, kind of seemingly lift a huge burden off of his shoulders, and he's he's playing... I mean, those not just that. I think I think there's something to be said with how unselfish Joseph was with that second goal. Agreed. I almost feel like Joseph's like, all right, I got the record. Let's go for the assist record. Let's see what <laughs> we can do here. Let's see if I have enough time to do this. But Nagby's... Or, uh, not Nagby, sorry. Miggy's ability to get on the end of a cross or make runs... Um, again, pulling all that weight to the left side, he was able to get open while while Joseph was kind of the focal point in the middle, and and Gressel was just able to find those crosses. It was it was <laughs> beautiful. This
2: entire game was just the pinpoint accuracy between that distribution and the one for Viaba's goal were just incredible, incredible.
1: Yeah. How about the um, the switch from LGP to Gressel to allow Gressel to to get the assist on that first goal. That was insane. I thought it was Almiron up there passing it to Gressel at, f- at first, but it wasn't. It was my boy, LGP.
2: Damn, Jay Riddle in the trap tonight. Yeah. Good seeing you, homie.
0: Yeah, if you guys don't know Jay, which I can't imagine you don't know Jay, uh, go it's, check been, out Unrelegated. Been hard, yeah,
2: they've been hard to find. They've been out in the elephant graveyard the past few weeks otp for the watch parties oh yeah yeah yeah.
0: they were out at i can't remember where they were on saturday they were with they were us. at the pizza place last week they were with mm-hmm. 78 hooligans on saturday but you go check them out they're on the home before dark network on relegated unreal atl pretty much everywhere that you can find anything on the internet
2: i know that's right
0: and that's even um on like food network they got a channel mm-hmm. on there you
2: can catch them with alton brown on the next iron chef podcast america it'll be great yeah <laughs> I think This American Life was going to do, like, an expose on them. No, it was, nah, was going to be, they were going to be guest stars on the Degrassi movie. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> Kelly, Kelly going to play a 17-year-old? Yeah, yeah. And Jay's going to play some science teacher? No, nah, Jay's going to be that, like, wheelchair kid friends with Drake. Gonna, oh, he's going to be got, friends with Drizzy Drake Rogers? Yeah, they got yeah. a new mixtape coming out. You didn't hear about it? No. Ooh. Yeah. It's called Vape Takes. <laughs> <laughs>
1: all right oh. on that note <laughs> so dirty in the trap bringing it back to the podcast though, dirty bird person say nagby remedy has so much potential but at some point it'll get burnt badly just because neither has been in the house full-time. Chemistry will be an issue, potentially. But um, I could see that maybe Red Bulls, who, I don't know, a little bit of the uh, paint is starting to chip off of Red Bulls, uh, that Red Bulls or DC could potentially expose them. But I think against the other the other teams in the MLS, I think would be okay. Like I, I think they'd be fine to start and maybe build that chemistry against... Um, San Jose, and potential against RSL again this weekend.
0: Yeah, I mean, we have two fixtures, completely, con- I don't know, just inverted fixtures whenever you talk about the, the uh, I don't know, the the capability, the ability of the opponent, because you're looking at San Jose, who's, are they currently still the worst team in the West in terms of standings? Yes,
2: they're the worst team in the league right now. In terms and of then the
0: you Olympics. have a surging RSL uh, no, team.
2: I'm pretty sure Orlando
1: are, right? No. In the West, in the West. In the, no, in the oh. league, they have 20 no, points. No, I think. They have 20 Orlando points, Orlando has the, 24. I think Orlando is still the worst team in the West.
0: Oh,
2: I, I see. <laughs> I see where you're going there.
0: I, I'd be remiss if I didn't give a shout
1: out to Domer for, for naming that Degrassi yeah. show, Degrassi Knoll.
2: Yeah, exactly. I'd, I like
1: it. I'd be remiss if I didn't call you out on the number of times you guys are saying remiss in this goddamn podcast. Have
2: I said it a lot?
1: You guys say say it all the freaking time. <laughs> Nonetheless, it doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: To piggyback off that.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> so you had uh, SKC put in five goals against San Jose on, on Saturday, so that was kind of a bloodbath. Or was that yesterday? Sorry. Wait, which game? No, it was on Saturday. It was uh, SKC oh. dropping a, a five-point game on on San Jose. So I don't think we have a whole lot to worry about come Saturday, but we ha- or uh, come Wednesday, but we have a team in RSL, if I'm not mistaken, who are still on the rise. They... um. I guess they've they they haven't won in their last two fixtures, but they're still in fourth in the West, and they were banging in goals left and right. I mean, we talked about it a couple weeks ago, where they had two games back to back where they put in six goals, not unlike Patrick Mahomes from from Kansas City the past two weeks, throwing ten touchdowns. <laughs> we gotta we gotta we gotta not worry so much about Wednesday. I know. I, then again, I mean, is who's, it,
2: who's having a watch party Wednesday? I don't know. Y'all let us know. That's, that's a late game. That's going to be a tough one. On a I'm school not, night?
0: I'm not, not going to be having a watch party. I'm going to have we'll a record that game and watch it the next day party. A nap party. Yeah, yeah, I'm too old for that shit, man. I don't want
2: to get spoilers, though.
0: At 1 a.m.? You're telling me I'm going to stop watching soccer game at 1 a.m. on a Wednesday? Yeah, man. All right. Let's Just do roll it. it into Friday. Let's do it. No, Friday I'm going to be... Uh, I guess I just got too much shit going on. this <laughs> week. Can't do it. Any, what other takeaways do we got from the uh, the Colorado game before we dive into the San Jose and the, the RSL fixtures? Dan, any other positive, negatives? Oh, I like
2: seeing Kevin Kratz try to rip that one in oh, yeah. from, from distance. That was a good thought there. I'm trying to think. What were my other thoughts? I think we talked I think,
1: about. Go ahead, Dan. So I'd just say they didn't provide much competition. So it's difficult for me to take much from this game. Um I felt like we were just going half speed most of the game. I think the most energy was displayed what, by Tito when he came back and nailed uh Cas Kus, uh Kusit, his name Castillo uh in the back for the revenge towel yeah. uh foul on um Gressel.
2: Nonetheless, I'd be remiss if we didn't talk about the lack of <laughs> the fact real that you, you said it wrong rem- <laughs> remiss. <laughs> Oh,
0: Spinelli is going to be very happy that you you keep saying remissed instead of remiss.
2: If we didn't talk about just the fact that there, nothing really happened in the second half, I think Dan already mentioned that. Yeah, sure. I really just wanted to say those words together. It was I good to see. Really know was It was. It. it
0: was good to see Tito back on the score sheet too.
2: Is it not remiss? Absolutely. Oh, is it remiss? Miss that guy. Remiss. No ed. It sounds Why weird. Not? No, I was saying it like missed. Like,
0: yeah, I know. Re-missed. Like, I missed it M-I-S-T, twice. MIST, oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, Mr., <laughs> Mr.
2: <laughs> no, no ED. I wasn't saying an ED. I said MIST. You got to get rid of the ED. You got you to gotta get it wet again, Tim.
0: <sighs> All right. We can move on.
2: <sighs> Dan. This is terrible. <laughs> <laughs> what do we expect to see in Wednesday's lineup?
1: Ugh, Wednesday's lineup. I think uh, Guzan will play in goal. (laughs) Really? So, all right. (laughs) (laughs) Have you seen what
2: Alec Kan's been doing? (laughs) I think knowing Uh, the competition and the situation we're in, we really need to consider what players... Need and don't need rest at this point in time. I mean, I think the I think the Can Guzman debate is worth having right now if we're going to start talking about lineups again.
1: I don't have a comeback.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Aside from your shitty hot takes, Dan, who's who's not who's who's playing? Dan, outside I just of want you to
2: riff with me, man. Come on, I'm Tim. Gonna, and I just I'm went gonna on gonna an eighteen-minute like... Degrassi bullshit stretch and you couldn't even come up with something for a guzan
1: can so look all all i'm saying all i'm saying kevin all i'm saying you keep going on about this mccann we really haven't seen what christiansen can really do yet so what about Bello? what i mean why why can't why can't tata play the kids man i mean he hasn't developed Bellow. He hasn't developed Carlton. Domer's on it, man. Bellow and Carlton. Bellow and Carlton developed. this
2: Wednesday. <laughs> Bellow and Carlton. I want to see it.
0: You guys are yeah. laughing and joking about that, but I don't think that's probably that far from the mark. I, I, don't, I wouldn't be surprised if you saw Barco and Carlton and Bellow play. Not necessarily Ooh, start, but all about, three of them play. All
2: Barco, Bello on left, pull out McCann. And who else? But the question is, who else do you pull out for those two players? So if Barco comes in, so okay, back to the topic. Uh, Guzan definitely in. Two players I think we'll see no matter what are LGP and Parkhurst. Correct me if I'm wrong. Who else do you think yes, makes up the Yes, Absolutely.
1: Defense? I think we could do a 3 5 2 again. If Escobar is healthy, I think he goes in the back line with Parkhurst and LGP. I'd say keep Gressel out on the right wing doing what he's doing that's fantastic and then i think you either start nagby remedi um and wow that puts jeff on the bench
2: see that's my hesitation with escobar coming off the injury i think he's a substitution as a defensive player rather than an immediate start on the road in that situation i don't think it's necessary after this
1: past week. What's his injury? I didn't even realize he was injured.
2: He's been injured for four weeks now. I think it was something with his knee, if I'm not mistaken. Uh,
1: I think I did see pictures of him on the training ground last week. Yeah. So he may be back in training. I think we would put him in there. We could probably play a 4-2-3-1. A That's the most successful we've been. Um. no, no it's not, actually. It's a 3-5-2.
2: So you yeah. think Barco think, gets the I start think, this week, on Wednesday?
1: I think Barco gets the start.
2: I think so too. I agree. But what I don't know is who at gets the
1: pulled. expense
0: of who. Um, I could Tito. see. Okay, Tito probably. What about
2: what about McCann?
1: Hmm.
0: Who do you who do you slot back in that left back position then, or left wing back? You put because you can't play Barco in a defensive. Role He gives up too easily, and that's fine because he's a winger, center attack mid. He's not really built to go back and track back and play defense like that, but there's really nobody else aside from McCann or George Bellow who can play that left wing back at this point because we don't have any um, heavy left-footed players that have any sort of defensive prowess. Yeah. You're really stuck. I mean, to, to be honest, and I don't think it's necessarily a bad thing that you're stuck either with McCann or or, or with Bellow, and at this point, just due to experience and due to his consistency, much to the chagrin of some people on on Twitter, Chris McCann is probably your best option on that left wing back position. Yeah, or you could see you could honestly see uh, this is a weird lineup that now I'm thinking about it, but you could see a back three of Miles Robinson, LGP,
2: Parkhurst,
0: Nah McCann. So maybe maybe you give Parkhurst and Lorenowitz both a rest. Oof, I don't know if I like that. Granted, we are just coming off the international break. I don't, break. Like I don't know. Anyway, just yeah. I like McCann in that back three. I I do more more so than I like Lorenowitz back there. And then you release George Bello to play on the left side.
2: Yeah, I mean, of the two between Nagby and Larry, who's gonna get the rest? I li- Nagby's coming off the injury; he's had plenty of rest. Uh, I think you rest Larry. He could use it. So. If you're gonna to have to pull one of those guys out of midfield, I'd like to see Remedi and Nagby stay in the lineup. I Think Larry is a player prime for a rest. Honestly. We, we say
0: that though, but at the same time, we're just coming off an international break and he's played one game and he I don't know. Yeah,
2: but he's how many games has he played this season overall?
0: Yeah, but we keep saying it over and over, and we've said it last year, like he needs a rest. He he's he's gonna slow down. He's not slowing down at any point. I mean, we haven't True. seen him outside of True. playing center back. We have not seen him slow down at all. True.
2: And Brian says that basically, I doubt there will be a lot of tinkering. We can't really afford to fuck around on this game. Yeah, I mean
0: the the mindset. Brittany, could, nobody else is resting. The mindset with this game really could and should be now that you know having having more time to process this is. You have to to win.
2: Broke, don't fix it.
0: Well, not just that. To win the title, this is kind of an adage. I mean, you win the title to win the title, and to um, at this point to win supporter shield. If you want to partner the two things together, you really have to win the games you're supposed to win. Yeah, those are not the games you can't, especially against the worst team in the league, points wise. You can't afford to even lose. You know, two points. Yeah. I mean, we're uh we're up a point with a game in hand on New York Red Bulls. Was it fifty nine to fifty eight? Yeah. And then we definitely need to we need to bag another another six points out of this three game fixture. i mean it's it's a tough it's probably actually now I think about it. it's probably the best three game stretch we could have hoped for in terms of opponents because you're looking at the worst team, one of the worst teams, followed by the worst team, and then you play a good team. granted, you're coming back home to play that game.
1: yeah so so I've been doing some scrip- scribbling here. I think this may be a little bit too cute, but I still think we're going to go full throttle until we've got the supporters. Is it your starting nine, Dan? It's my starting nine. So um, obviously Gazan. So I've got a I've got a three two uh, a four two three one. So McCann, LGP, Parkhurst, Gressel, Ugh. Nagby, and Remedi in the middle, and then a front a three of Barco, Almeron, and Tito up top with Joseph. Uh, at the point then you could sub in Bello for mccann depending on how things are going uh kratz could come in for almiron and then culted could sub in for either barker or tito depending on who's tired say
2: kratz for miggy
1: yeah i'm okay with that because he's he's
0: definitely more of an offensive player than i'm thinking we we should we should
1: win this game in the first half
0: and then we have the ability to, at
2: halftime or early on in the second half, so to make those li- three that, substitutions. That lineup that you mentioned, we ran that two weeks ago, three weeks ago. We ran that exact same lineup recently. Because that was the lineup that Bello got subbed in for McCann late. Oh, uh, and against DC? I believe that was the lineup that we did for DC, if I'm not mistaken. DC lineup. Yeah, I think you're right. And part of the problem—I mean, there was a lot of problems
1: in that game.
0: Uh, we get—we well, we got had, absolutely trounced on the pressure in the beginning of the game. But, yeah,
1: but San Jose and not DC United.
0: No, it's true. And we do have DC United to thank from this past weekend for for stealing two points away
2: from New York Red Bulls. Uh, yeah, DC United was that exact same lineup. So, four-two-three-one. Uh, Well, I guess with the exception of you said that you said Nagby instead of Jeff, right? Yep. Yeah. But exact same with that exception.
0: Well, I mean, in all honesty, that was one of the weaknesses. Not that Jeff was the weakness, but there was a little reluctance to pass quickly in the midfield against D.C. And you you probably see Nagby being able to control that better, being able to spray passes out, especially against what Dan was saying, a weaker team in San Jose.
2: I tend to agree, Dan. I think that's. Of the players that we have available right now and where we are, that is a lineup that I think makes sense and that I'd honestly like to see Wednesday.
0: I, I at, at the sake of wasting time and pulling up results from this from this year, I feel like against the worst teams that are the, the teams on the lower half of the tables that we've played this year, we've had a lot of success with the three five two because we're able to attack more heavily with that get ahead Kind of blitzkrieg them and then being able to but even in kind this, of take the foot off the But gas. even
2: in this 4 2 3 1, you're so heavy with attack, but with those front four, it's unreal.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's true. Between but again, Marco, I mean,
2: Miggy, Vialba, and Martinez, because I think early on, whenever we were with the three back where we found success yeah. against those teams on offense, we didn't have Vialba. We were still finding success.
1: Even no, with that's Vial- true.
2: Even with Vialba up there, you have somebody that can strike and distribute and take space a little quicker than Gressel can. I think that this four-back scenario lends itself to a lot of... Vialba
0: in lieu of Gressel um, in terms of a a winger? Yeah. So you're saying to tell Gressel to stay more at home during this game? Yeah. I don't know how much... If you've
2: got Nagby there, I mean, I'm not saying Gressel stays on the back line the entire game, but he doesn't need to be as prevalent up top. Maybe as in some of the games past. Because you do have, like I said, Nagby, Vialba. Because Nagby is going to naturally push forward. Between Nagby, Miggy, Vialba, Barco, Martinez. That's five players that are going to naturally want to push the ball forward. That's where you can get exposed on the counter as if Gressel's pushing too too far forward. (laughs) Pushing too far forward. If Gressel's (laughs) pushing too far forward, Barco's drifting too much centrally, forcing McCann to come too far forward. Then you end up from not just five players moving forward, but seven potentially just leaving LGP, Parkhurst, and Remedy back there somehow McCann, to defend No, everything. See, that's
0: where I think McCann beca- can become valuable there is if you see Gressel start to to move up that wing to, to provide more service, you can see McCann stay at home and play in that three-back that he's comfortable with alongside Parkhurst and, and LGP. I mean, we've right, seen that time have, and time again with that back three. Uh, as a, or, uh, even though this weekend we saw Lorenowitz back there instead of McCann.
1: Right. Then you can have Nagby can push up between Almiron and Barco to play behind them. So you've got. So even though you're pushing up on the right, you're still supporting the left a little.
2: Yeah, I, I think it'll be interesting to see. I don't think it's going to be anything wildly different than what we have seen recently. I don't think Bello yeah. gets the call up for a start. I don't think we see Andrew Carlton getting a start. I don't think – I don't even – I think Escobar is too wild of an assumption to think that he comes in and starts at this point. Considering the people that you have that are playing defense consistently, whether it's Gressel on right back or Jeff on the three back like this past weekend – I don't think you take that risk. You don't have to take that risk. You have it available if you have to make some second half substitutions. But I don't think it's going to vary wildly from what we've been seeing.
0: See, I like I like what Dirty Bird person is saying. He said we are still we we are still a remarkably young team outside of Larry and Parkey. Don't stress rest too much. I'd prefer we try to steal minutes as the results of our games dictate. Pull people earlier in matches i agree with that wholeheartedly we've harped on that for two years that tata doesn't make those decisions quick enough in games and he even
2: thinks escobar starts uh, i think i think it's his position to lose who do you think sits if escobar starts elliot say it <laughs> say it what are you thinking
1: say uh, it we're all waiting we're all waiting good night joe <laughs> Um,
0: I don't know that's a, that's a tough one because at that point you probably do have to pull an attacker and you have to put Gressel up because really- Gressel.
2: he says he pull Gressel ah, I don't like when we pull Ooh. Gressel I don't like it either because I think that Gressel is less of a super sub than Vialba oh yeah for sure so in that sense I would rather pull Vialba and put Gressel up top and then have Vialba come in as a sub if you're going to do that just my thoughts I'm just this destroyer of dreams, Domer. I'm sorry. But you made my dream come true. Can't wait for Saturday. Do we want to touch on that? Yeah.
0: We're very fortunate that we are getting an opportunity. Kevin's great, amazing design, which you guys can see on that magnet on the King Peach box. We'll get we'll, shirts up this week, I promise. <laughs> we'll be flying proudly in the supporter section on Saturday. Yeah. Alongside another brand new flag from uh, Angie. Yeah, I'm sorry. Which is um, a tribute to Joseph Martinez. Yeah. It's, it's going to be fun to see new flags up there. And then, yeah, to see Home Before Dark represented up flying in yeah. the supporter section. Yeah. Super cool. That'd be great. And we can't thank you guys enough, Domer and, and Terminus Legion, for making that happen.
2: So, Dan, do you go to any games anymore? <laughs>
0: <or>? <laughs> Just to Sons yeah. games. Mm-hmm. I can't I, believe I you have know. your your newborn baby boy already playing soccer to where you have to coach him.
1: <laughs> yeah, I know he should have just picked it up naturally, right?
2: Yeah. So our buddy Matthew will be out there with us. Saturday. Yeah, we're it's gonna, gonna be his first race. game. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we'll be. Uh, I'm assuming we're gonna take him to the tailgates and stuff, right? Yeah, yeah, I think so. So I have a little bit of dilemma. I haven't finalized my plans as of yet, but the Clemson Georgia Tech game is happening before that, so I might be doing a doubleheader. Because that game will surely be over by halftime. So I'll be able to maybe do the first half and then come over. But then I'll miss most of the tailgate. So I'm trying to figure out what my plans are for don't this dodge, weekend. Don't dodge Domer's question. What did Domer say? Where's my shirt? Beach? I told you we're going to get them up in the store and then I'll have yours ordered. Yours will be one of the samples that we order. I promise you. I got you. I got you.
0: Saturday. You guys have any reservations? Any sort of hesitance? No reservations. <laughs> playing
2: against RSL this Saturday? No. Next Saturday, maybe. You, I'm just kidding. It was just the weird way that I said this Saturday. <laughs> Wait, we didn't even do score predictions for Wednesday.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm looking at San Jose first. Uh, okay. We then, then I'll worry about RSL. Uh, I think RSL is going to be a more difficult test than San Jose.
2: Shit, Bill Holcomb! I might go to the game now if you got a tailgate going on. I'll definitely do that.
1: Well, make sure Matthew has that
0: ticket
2: <laughs>
0: before you don't make it to the Atlanta United game on I gotta Saturday. Make,
2: I got to make it to the game, so I'm gonna have to have you bring me home. I'm just oh, kidding. No, yeah.
0: no, you're not though. <laughs> you're not one bit. So Dan, you're you're talking about the San Jose game. Uh, I don't. You have any? any sort of fear about Wednesday you think this is beyond a trap game right or not not near a trap game because they're such a bad team
1: I am gonna be overly confident and say this is not a trap game this should be a three points um I mean though Dallas probably felt that and then Dallas got beat so
2: what's the biggest uh, score difference we've had in a game this season Last year it was the touchdown win over New England.
1: L A F C. What was it? Five nil against L A F C. Yeah,
2: I think we break it. I think this is the game.
1: Whoa!
2: In San Jose, I don't mind that. Six, I don't mind that prediction. Six nil.
0: Okay.
1: Six nil. <laughs> I think. I think four one. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that look on your face is <laughs> killing me I, I i don't think we concede a goal i i like the fact that we were able to keep colorado out of the back of the net and san jose are you know a worse team and i think that we keep a clean sheet keep the keep the train rolling going into how perfect was that you went <laughs> to pick that up before i ever even said train So like we're on the same damn way train <laughs> same train. We are boxcar children. <laughs> <laughs> the oh god, I lost my train of thought.
1: Oh. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Nonetheless. Oh dear god. We're back on track now. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Dan, you're supposed to appreciate this.
1: Or does <laughs> it <laughs> Or or do you get
0: do you get more, Sorry, I
1: just turned the volume down. Dan's the computer, dad in the room.
0: Him. He is. You think three kids, three three boys over, that he would be so enthused about dad jokes? But is it like first one comes, eh, second one comes, oh, I love dad jokes, and then the third one comes, I'm getting tired of it. There's just too many of them. Like my brain's not firing correctly. I'll, I'll blame it on the lack of sleep. The fact that you're not joining in on this, Dan, but I think that I, I
1: definitely think my brain is not firing correctly. I do agree on that.
0: Yeah. I think everybody's kind of throwing in whopping scores. Six nothing.
1: Yes,
2: who agree with me? Elliot Bevan. Elliot. That's my boy. All uh, right.
0: Brandon Scott says three points for Martinez. I would like that.
2: That's what I'm saying. I'm thinking hat trick for Miggy or uh Martinez, uh goal for Miggy, goal for Barco, and a goal for Remetti. No, Ma- Nagby. Nagby deserves it more. I think it's two hat tricks. I think
0: you see Nagby get a hat trick. Fuck it, three hat tricks. <laughs> I think you see part a hat trick of hat tricks. <laughs> I, th- I think you see Michael Parkhurst get his first career hat
2: trick on Wednesday. I think I think Parkhurst, Guzan, and Can. Can. <laughs> Whenever we swap, ooh, are we going to see the ever
0: elusive keeper swap at halftime because yes. we're up so high? Yes, I love it.
2: All right, so... Uh, no, in
0: all seriousness, I'll, I'll probably go with the 4-0 on the on the game on Wednesday.
2: I'm going to stick with 6-0. I think one of the hard okay. things, though, is that
0: we're going to be... Um, Grant, we're already over on the West Coast somewhat. I think Denver is two hours away um, in terms of... Or two hours back in terms of time zone. And then you're looking at San Jose being three hours back and then playing a late game where the guys are essentially playing at... I don't know, if you want to take into account regulating their sleep and all that since they've been over there since they went over um on saturday you're looking at at least like nine ten o'clock biological clock start for for them which is weird i don't it think is. there's that's it's something that you can't really take for granted but at the yeah. same time if we're going up against such an inferior squad and we've proven time and time again this year that we're up for the challenge especially on the road
1: yeah so some of san jose's weaknesses Avoiding fouling in dangerous areas. See, I think they so, definitely get a red card. Get a PK. Uh, defending against skillful players. We have a couple of those. Do we? Uh, defending set pieces. Very weak against that. Whoa. And then defending against through ball attacks. We freaking love ourselves some through balls. So, yeah, this. Uh, <laughs> I'm
2: thinking. Ooh, and Brian's point play Kratz. I think Kratz comes on for a late
1: substitution, gets another free ooh, kick goal. Ooh, a couple
0: free kick goals, yeah. I don't mind that at all.
1: Yeah. I wonder if No, I'm not gonna say that.
2: What? No, you say it right
1: now. I was like, I was wondering if Kratz is gonna stop.
2: Ooh, why? Why not? I mean I'm not saying ooh to Kevin Kratz, I think it's great, but why would he? I, I think if they're the so prone to J.
0: fouling uh, and, and going against skilled players, I think that Barco starting is a perfect I fit. I agree. I
2: agree.
0: His ability to draw fouls Completely and his ability agree. to dribble around people could end up freeing some people up. Completely we just got to make sure that we find a way for him not to clog up the midfield whenever he's dribbling around like that.
1: Completely agree. Um, yeah. They're probably going to play a 4 5 1 with Wando up top. So we can easily crush him with LGP and Parkhurst. Yeah. Uh, and then we've just got to. anybody sitting on. I don't know. Is so McCann if, still if,
2: sitting if, on yellow card? McKen has. I think he's the only one, anyone close. What about Miggy? I thought Miggy was for a while. Did he get? I think he might have uh, had one it rescinded. Rescinded, yeah.
0: I usually don't know these things. I did see that. I think Bill was saying that we are six points clear of Champions League qualification. Shit, that's awesome! So go for the 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 treble that we have available to us at this point in this year. Get the Champions League qualification. Get a supporter shield.
2: Yeah. Get the cup. Yeah, Secure the bag. CCC. Ooh. So the
1: great thing about, um, well, one potentially good thing, like Colorado did as they were home, they didn't tend to bunker that much as teams tend to play a little bit more openly at home. So hopefully San Jose can do that as well. And we can just punch a living shit out of them. Yeah.
2: Uh, so we won't record again before RSL we talked about how excited we are to go to the Gulch. I'm really excited because it's been over a month since we've had a home game. Yeah. It's been a long time. I don't know which is worse, the 17 home games in a month or the lack of having any in a month.
0: It has been six weeks, right? Yeah. Was it six weeks since the yeah. DC game? Something
2: like that. Damn. It's been a has time. Or grind. not DC. Was DC our last home game? I don't remember you.
0: Ugh. I don't like that.
2: Yeah. I know it's been at least a month, so <clears throat> it'll be fun to be home, actually be at the Columbus game.
1: Columbus Crew was our last home game. Oh, yeah, you're
2: right. One of the last three home games we have left. We have RSL, <laughs> what is it, RSL, Chicago Fire, and who's the third? New England. New England. Yeah. We're, we're going to
0: record on Thursday just despite Bill. What's he saying? He's saying y'all won't record again for a month, please.
1: Man, you trifling.
0: Man. You
2: trifling. It's hard out here in the streets. <laughs> when,
1: when, when have we not recorded for a month? Yeah, not even
2: in the offseason did we go a whole month without recording. Come on, Bill. Come on, Bill.
0: Two weeks, man. Two weeks. Two weeks. Three Shout weeks, out to man. Nagby, 100%
2: past completion on Saturday. Shout out to Nagby.
0: Love the fact that he's back. Ooh, it's
2: a
1: 72,000 game. On Saturday? Good sh- good looking out
2: there, Richard
1: Gordon.
0: Oh, yeah. man.
1: <laughs> finally McCann is one away one yellow away from suspension oh God <laughs> took me that long to look that up <laughs> yeah McCann is one away yeah yeah
2: yeah been
0: He's sitting away. on five for a while right yeah
2: maybe he gets it rescinded this week if he doesn't get one because it's been a couple weeks
1: yeah, I don't think he got books last week no.
2: right yeah so I think he gets it rescinded this week it's if it's not this game it's next game either way nonetheless I purposely didn't use it
0: No parallel farts tonight. Very happy about that.
2: So, we did score predictions. We won't have another recording before RSL. So, quickly, thoughts on RSL before we wrap this thing up.
0: I think that they're going to put our defense to the test. I don't know. I haven't watched a whole lot of them. I know that they can score goals and buckets, and... Despite the fact that the West is down this year, they still are in fourth place behind, I think, Portland, SKC, and Dallas. If I'm not mistaken, is that the top four? Um, so I, I don't know a ton about them. To be honest, I know that they have some, some dangerous players on their team, and we just have to Probably account for that Rusnak. Them. Rus- between Ruznak, Jalplata, um, and then I believe there's one other guy in the midfield that we have to worry about. Is Beckerman still with them? Yes. He is. Uh, Peckerman, more like it. Am I right? Fuck that guy. <laughs> because he's a dick. <laughs> Fuck that guy. Uh, no, between... what well,
1: I got like, oh, Brooks Lennon.
0: Oh, the the old Liverpool, great. Uh, Kyle Beckerman, uh, Danny Acosta on a left-back position. I don't know if he even gets to play right now. He's
2: still young. Um, <sighs> Coming home is exciting. I think there's going to be a lot of momentum. The crowd is going to be into it. A big crowd... Somebody mentioned RSL, a good team, but pretty poor on the road. I don't know what their road record is, but just based on that, if I hear something, I assume that it's true. So I'm going to say 2-1 Atlanta against RSL this weekend. I'll go with 3-1. Dan. All right. So there we
1: at. Can- Stopping opponents from creating chances. We're really good at creating chances. Just not finishing them. (coughs) And defending against through-ball attacks. So, again, we're pretty good at that. Um, So, they either seem to flip between a 4-2-3-1 and a 4-3-3. So, I think they'll probably play something more like a 4-2-3-1 to get a little bit more defensive. Um, So, I don't know. I don't rate Yao Platter that highly, Anymore, though, he seemed to be one of their better-rated players. Uh, I'd go for a... I'm going to go for a two now.
0: They actually have the worst defense of any of the playoff teams right now in the West. They've really? given up 47 goals, and the next closest would be 43 from LAFC, but LAFC's also bagged an extra six on top of that. They only have a two-goal differential, so it's not, it's not like they are... And that's and that's with two games where they outscored their opponents twelve to two. So
2: you mentioning LAFC just brought up brought to mind another LA team and the uh, goal of d- the year. Uh, yeah, Dan. This weekend with Zlatan's goal for his five hundredth career goal this weekend was re- ridiculous. Have you seen it,
1: Dan? That was just crazy. Yeah, oh, the karate kick.
2: Good lord! Is there a better wasn't goal this season?
1: That, isn't that a Royu kick or a Ken? Oh yeah. There's a couple of great goals. A- uh I
2: liked uh Bradley Wright Phillips half bike kick this weekend that scooted a goal pass. I don't think I saw that. Yeah, yeah. He had a nice one in the D C United game. That D C United game was a roller coaster, man. Every time I looked away, it's like, wait, what? I thought at the first I thought at the end of the first half it's one one. Oh, this game's gonna be a draw. Eighty second minute or whatever it was, two two, then By the end of it, it's three three, just ridiculous. Silly season, man. Yeah.
0: Um. But yeah, that great games. L.A. Galaxy putting in how
1: many goals? It was a six goals. L.A. Galaxy didn't they put in three and Toronto put in five?
0: What what game am I looking at then? Where from this weekend? Where? Oh yeah, you're right. Sorry, I had it flipped in my mind. Sorry. It's
1: Um, It's okay, Tim. No
0: big deal. No, the bigger takeaway for me was uh, Zlatan punking Michael Bradley.
2: Oh, yeah, 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 That's what Elliot Beaven said. Bardley versus Zlatan. <laughs> yeah, it was it was fantastic. And Bradley's
0: Bradley was on the Herc and Max podcast this morning when he's like, it's not the first time a player doesn't like me. It's not going to be the last time a player doesn't like me. But Zlatan said something to the effect of, like, he thinks he's some sort of football genius or something like that. He doesn't. Oh, God. Let me see if I can find it real quick. Because I don't
1: know, man. I feel, so I kind of agree with Jason Longshaw on this. I don't think that Slatan really got the better of it. I mean, his team got beat. True. His team got thrashed. True. So what's he doing talking nonsense after he's on the losing team? He's arguably the third greatest attacking player of the past. Not arguably.
0: He is the third best attacking player of our generation.
2: I mean, between that chop that he had a couple, just hear me out. The, between the chop a couple weeks ago and then the karate kick this week. What kind of training you think Zlatan's doing for his next career? You think he's going... MMA. Yeah. yeah. You think he's going UFC next? Yeah. I can see it. S- six
0: foot four. <laughs> yeah. Leg locks for yeah. days. No, his quote <laughs> was, think... he thinks he is the philosopher of football. I have more goals than he has games. He should follow my rules.
1: <laughs> but then what has Zlatan really done for the Galaxy?
0: He's kind of invigorated them, Dan. I think... Has he? I think so. I mean, from where they were at the beginning of the season to where they are now, I mean, they are... When
1: their managers walked off, got fired. Damn. Dropping knowledge.
0: And still somehow they're only six points off of a playoff spot.
2: You know, what's cr- there's six points separating, what is it, fifth through eighth in the East, I believe it is. I think I saw that earlier today. Six points separating... 8th from 5th, if I'm not mistaken. Is that right?
0: Yeah. No, actually, you say 6 points? Yeah. Yeah, it is 6 it's pretty points. pretty close,
2: and two of those teams have a game in hand. It's a really close race for the playoffs in the East right now, which I had not noticed until today.
1: All right. I'd be surprised. I could, uh, yeah. Go ahead, Dan. Sorry. Because Galaxy have 29 games they've played more games than most teams they have no, i think
2: it's split pretty much right now everybody's at 28 or 29 yeah
1: no even L- dc
2: united's caught up to 28 la now. galaxy DC. has
0: more games played than than the playoff teams for sure and in the west but that on on if zlatan played the whole season i think it's kind of different i mean you're looking at him right now he's what second or third in goals right now he is definitely added another dimension to that attack that was definitely anemic before he got I think there he's
2: second I think Bradley Wright Phillips is
0: still second.
1: One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. I think he might be fourth.
0: He has 17 goals. He's in third.
2: So
1: LA Galaxy have won one of their last nine games, and that was against Orlando.
0: Okay. All right, you got me there, Dan. But at the same time, Toronto's been pissed. Seattle beat him 5-0.
1: And then Real Salt Lake beat him six two. Okay, on that same token. To beat him on
0: that same token, what has Michael Bradley done for Toronto this year?
1: Oh, I'm not I'm not trying to defend yeah. Michael Bradley. No, you I'm defend him Latin. right now
2: or I will start beating oh, okay. you. He beat Zlatan.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Boom. And then when Zlatan didn't like Bradley chatting back to him, he got all pissy. Is Josie even playing
2: anymore?
0: Yeah, he played on Saturday. Did he? Yeah. I think he scored a goal. Gotcha. He's
2: um uh, and then the other run of fixtures from the weekend. Is that game where you guys coming up? The end of the season to close that out? Is that Toronto game where you guys like it does me? I could easily. No, yeah, I definitely do. I, I definitely based does on a
1: history, yeah. Yeah,
2: that's a really tricky game. That so, I think that Red Bulls and RSL right now are the three games that I have circled as. Uh, I don't really know what could happen with these three.
1: So let me ask you this. Let's say... I'm still thinking D C gets into the playoffs. Who do you think is who do you not wanna play DC in the playoffs? DC? Yeah. So who would you want to play between Red Bulls, NYCFC, NYC. Columbus? Oh uh, yeah. That form has pretty been, been pretty shit. But do you think they'll make it through?
2: Oh yeah, NYC like is I, definitely
1: gonna make it through. You think they'll make it through to the semifinals? Yeah. Of the East,
2: yeah, I think so. I do you don't think, think they so. Could
1: beat Columbus, Philly, and DC.
2: You don't think so, Tim? Who do you think they lose to? How of those teams? Columbus. In
0: the I think Columbus will beat them.
2: You really think that?
0: I think Columbus has the experience and the wherewithal to. I mean, we saw you saw what they've done. Comes the
2: PKs, great. No, and
0: not just that. Yeah. I mean, I don't think that NYCFC has won a playoff game yet. Is it going to
2: be played in NYC or in Columbus? That's a big. Doesn't matter. Fact, Same but... amount of Columbus fans will
1: show up. <laughs> so it's not like the oh, fucking mic drop. That is the quote of the Holy night. Holy shit! Well done, Tim. Oh my gosh. Well done. All right. Well Jess done. This has been home before dark. Thank you. Everyone. Well done. I have nothing else to add to that. Well done.
2: Well done. <sighs> it's true though. All right.
1: To your point Kevin. NYC has won one game in their last six. I know.
2: I know. That's why I said I would prefer to play them, but. I think they make it through based on their position in the rankings. I think they get the home game in the first round, which will throw off most teams because of the field size. And they'll be at home and they'll have a crowd. I can see them getting through the first round.
1: So they would so the way it stands right now we've got ATL, Red Bulls, NYCFC, Columbus, Philly. And I'm gonna put DC in on top of Montreal. So who do you think they would play in? Out of well, I guess who they I guess they would play DC then, right?
0: Yes. Yeah. Yeah, they would play the sixth seed right now. And I think yeah, if, DC, if DC if DC comes in, if DC comes into NYCFC, they beat them. If yeah. it's Montreal, different story. Yeah. If it's Columbus uh, yeah, yeah. or if it's uh Philly, I think it's a different story. I think that NYCFC has what it I really think the only team under them that they would end up playing, because I, I have the the top four as a lock right now. I think Atlanta United finishes first uh red bulls nycfc and and columbus i think you can lock those top four in in their positions right now so the the teams that they could play in the first round out of those four teams if you want to call it four teams just to kind of expand it where you have new england philly montreal and dc i think dc is the only one that really gives them fits and beats them i I think think the other three teams
2: big run this year yeah
0: i think dc i think dc or nycfc no, DC. DC. Oh. I think
2: DC has a run in them. If they if if I'm not I'm not prepared to say that DC is a playoff team yet. If they make playoffs, I think they are poised to be a team that makes a serious run for them. Yeah, to uh to Dirty Bird Person's credit, Montreal is um playing pretty well. Because every yeah. game Piatti could put them on his back. every game on short weeks that uh, <laughs> you'd be hard pressed to find anybody that would say Two months ago, oh, DC is going to play Portland, Atlanta United, New York Red Bulls, and NYCFC. And they're going to beat Atlanta United, draw Red Bulls, draw NYCFC, and beat Portland. Nobody's calling that. And I think that right now they are just, they're picking up steam, man. And if they, like I said, if I think it's a little too late and it'll be interesting to see if they can carry it through the end, but. Seeing their run of form against really really talented lineups on the road, I, I think that if they make it, they they could easily make a really really strong run at it.
1: Yeah, glad you finally come around to mine and Tim's way. No, I've <laughs> partly come around to it.
2: You have a good, you have a goal,
0: you have a good goalkeeper, a decent defense. And a plethora of attacking options. Yeah. The sky's the limit. Whenever you get into the playoffs, you saw what Zach Steffen was able to do to put Columbus on his back against us last year in the playoffs. The you can see Belhamid do the same exact absolutely. thing.
2: Absolutely, absolutely.
1: Right, because they got uh, five home games coming up. They got Montreal next week. That's, that's a huge a game. That's
0: game. a that's a six point swing, right?
1: Yep. Then yep. Then there's Chicago Fire. They should beat them. Then they've got FC Dallas. Then Toronto. NYCFC, and then they finish out the game with, in Chicago. So I think there's at least 9, 10, 11, potentially 12 points that they could get out of that. Yeah. It's uh, possible.
0: That's a rough run of it is of games.
2: But so has their last six games. It's and true. they've come out on the better half of that
1: more times than not. Yep, and Montreal have NYCFC... DC obviously Columbus Toronto and New England so i would say 9 points out of that and i think that puts uh, i can't remember yeah no i think that actually gets them through
0: no i agree that's yeah i mean the biggest thing is if they can if they can win that game against montreal that that swings momentum hugely in their favor because right now they're sitting, what, four points off of Montreal with a game in hand? Yes. You do that, you still have the game in hand, and then on top of that, you close the gap to one point. Yep. It's a huge, yep. huge momentum shift. Don't look now. The past five games, Philly have four wins and one draw. Mm-hmm. Another thing to keep in mind mm-hmm. going into the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Uh, I- yeah,
1: I wonder. it'll be interesting to see how they do in the next couple of matches, because they are won that huge winning streak for five games, okay? And they draw Orlando... And lost, got spanked by Montreal. Oh
0: yeah, you're right. They didn't update the um, the last four thing. Yeah, you're right. So it was it was a four game win streak, a draw, and then uh, four four no or four one loss against Montreal. My bad on that. Yeah,
1: then they've got no, that's okay. Then they got Seattle. Then Sporting. Uh, oh, they've still got the final with Houston Dynamo in the U.S. Open Cup coming up. Uh, so they've still got that to contend with. Columbus Crew, Minnesota, Red Bulls, and NYCFC. Man, they have seem to have the harder harder road into the playoffs.
0: I think you could probably lock them in. I think the sixth spot is really the only spot that I really see that's up for grabs right now.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Philly have, so they're five points ahead of DC and they've played the same number of games. Yeah, it's going to be a hard so gap that, to close. That, that is going to be a hard gap to close.
0: So I'm
1: kind I'm kinda of thinking that Columbus crew could take uh third away from NYCFC. At this
0: point, I agree. <sighs> yeah. yeah. NYCFC are taking a massive dip, but that could end up I'm kinda of wondering if that does something in their favor. In whose favor? In NYCFC's favor, because if you think about it, if they swap places and they're in the four position, they play Philly in the five versus, versus DC, DC in the sixth. That could be a Easier first round
2: match, yeah. I don't know. It's exciting. Ooh, DC Columbus would be a great game.
1: Yeah, yeah, it would be. That would be,
2: be a really good game. Closing Sweet. comments, thoughts until next week. Nothing. Got Dame? nothing. Got nothing. Ah, uh, no more baby announcements
1: I mean- or anything. I'm hoping that we can Irish uh, twins up the supporter shield.
2: You got Irish <laughs> twins on the way down? Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah, we'll be out at the gulch in some capacity or another or out around that other stadium. Bobby Dodd. Couldn't think of it at the top of my head.
0: Dobby bod. Daddy Bob.
2: Got Clemson winning this weekend. Got Atlanta winning this weekend. Atlanta's going to win Wednesday. It's going to be a great week, guys. We're back on regular scheduled programming. Yeah. We'll be back next Monday. In the meantime, you can find all of us on Twitter. Tim, where can they find you at?
0: You can find me
1: at Tim Herb at my name. Dan, what about you? You can find me at DNJMS, and you can find Matt Ryan rushing in two touchdowns of the shitty Carolina Panthers. (gasps) (laughs) well done well done
2: um carolina panthers you can find me as well at the architect that's at the underscore arc number one t-e-c-t collectively at home before dark that's before spelled b and the number four check out all the other shows on our network of which there are two Mills has friends in which this weekend he awkwardly Whoa. interviewed his ex girlfriend, and it was a delight for all of your ear holes. So this wasn't sure like a, that
0: for those of you guys who are aware of this segment. It's not like Crowder confronts. It's not like he went and yeah. It's not like he just went and <laughs> set up shop
2: in her <laughs> Did, house like, and to catch a predator <laughs> yeah. or anything like that. Uh, it was the guy has no fear though. I respect him. It was a it was a great show. I really I really
0: enjoyed it. I'm about halfway through with it. I had had a couple moments when i pulling <laughs> my collar and just
2: <laughs> so uh, check out Mills has friends on the Home Before Dark network. And also, as Tim mentioned earlier, go check out Unreal, Unrelegated, Unreal ATL on Twitter. Jay and Kelly, I think that's it. Oh, check out GetHomeBeforeDark.com forward slash shop. This week we'll tweet out whenever the shirts and stuff goes up. Be sure to send us your best pictures of the Unite and the Golden Boot flags as they are waving this Saturday. Really excited to see that. Big shout out to Domer and all the people over at Terminus Legion for making that happen. Big shout out to The Trap and all the homies for making this another enjoyable episode like it is each and every week for showing out and showing up. Love the hell out of you guys. We'll see you next week. As always, be home before dark.
1: Earthquake? More like a crack in the sidewalk. (laughs) Love seven days we Crawl up to the ground Love seven sins, we were just like a crown.